Hello everyone, this is Taking Back the Narrative. I am Wanda. Thanks so much for listening. So on June 23rd, 12 young boys and their coach were had a soccer game. And this was in Thailand. The young boys and their coach, their bicycles were found outside of a cave. And uh, they were missing for about nine days before a diver found them inside of the cave now they were found about two miles in and about a half a mile down inside of the cave today makes day 18 and since then eight young boys have been rescued Um, they haven't said who's been rescued but out of the the eight young men uh well they were ranging it from 11 to 16 and uh Each day, the rescue, it was said that they would probably have to stay there until after the monsoon season. And um, I guess they figured out a way to rescue the young boys uh, a little sooner. Uh, They had water being pumped out of the cave just so that, you know, it's less water. They have um, a better chance the current wouldn't be as strong without as much water. Um, unfortunately, one person, one of the divers, his oxygen tank failed or he ran out of oxygen. I'm not sure which one, but his he ran out of oxygen and he unfortunately passed away. He was a volunteer for a Thai, um, Thailand diver. Yeah. So the first day it took about 11 hours to rescue, I think, uh, four of the boys. And then that was on Sunday. And then today they emerged with four more boys and it took nine hours this time to rescue those four boys. And they said that it, it, the, the four that were rescued the day after the first four were in better shape than the first four that were rescued. So, and they were in the cave almost two weeks before anybody discovered they were where they were and um now it's it's been 18 days that they've been down in this cave now the cave is said that they're they're all on a a flat surface the surface is about 100 square feet so um I think they they said they had about 19 divers go in to help guide the young men out of the cave. And there are some small little crevice parts that where they have to squeeze through to get out of the cave. So it's been it's been a daring and and trying, uh, I'm guessing, for the families, for the young men trapped in the caves, for the rescuers, the the guys that are out here uh, risking their lives to rescue these young boys. Um they had to be isolated inside of the hospital that they were put into because their immune systems may be weak. So their family haven't even been able to touch them, hug them and celebrate that they're alive because they, you know, they can't uh, touch them for right now until the doctors clear them until their immune system is built back up and stronger. So I'm guessing the, the next four boys and the coach they've been there longer so you know it's still going to be a tricky and daring rescue 
um, they have doctors they have had inside of the cave with them to, you know, um, to keep them healthy, keep them warm, keep them fed. Um, so they, they actually said that they have to get these young men out a little sooner because the oxygen levels in the, in the cave are depleting because of all the rain that is coming in, um, and at one point, I, I heard them saying it would take about four months before they can rescue the young boys out of the the cave. Fortunately, they found a quicker way, and these young men have been pulled out. So they've actually already been in the cave since June 23rd, and that's almost a month that they've been inside this cave. So hopefully, by tomorrow, everyone will be out of the cave. Now, it takes a long time for them to get these young men out of the cave. So um, the divers, they have to rest. They have to f- refill the tanks, um, the oxygen tanks, just to get them out. So it takes about 19 hours to refill the tanks. I think that's what it was said. So it's it's been a trying few weeks, three weeks for these young men. So hopefully... The last few will be out by Tuesday and um, these uh, volunteers are are already heroes. These young men are are strong and and, and I'm praying that they will make it out all together and along with the coach. All right. Now I have to talk about the Trump administration. I'm sorry. I had to go here because there's so much going on with this uh, administration, but I'm going to focus on, I mean, you have the, um, Supreme court. That's going to be a huge deal. I'm going to talk about that another time because it's just a lot to talk about. Um, what I'm, I want to talk about something else that's really, really important. That is the children, the immigrant children that have been separated from their parents. Um, some parents haven't seen their kids in three weeks, four weeks, months, a month or so. And a federal judge ordered the Trump administration to reunite these parents. Well, they, they basically said that they have to get all the parents in contact with these children and any child under the age of five has to be reunited with their parent. Now, the deadline the federal courts gave this administration, they gave them until Tuesday, which is tomorrow. And the administration, they they had one representative, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he said that they would be able to reunite. They could look up the child and match them with an adult with the snap of a finger. They could just type it into the computer real quick and they would know who goes where and whatnot. They recently went into court and asked for more time to reunite these parents. Now, if you have at the stroke of a key, be able to locate where the child is and where the parent is and put them back together. Why do you need more time? Obviously there's more deception coming out of the white house coming from the administration, more deception they didn't keep track of who was who, who goes where. 
they didn't even keep track of where they were sending parents, where they were sending the kid. It's total chaos. And the administration, I mean, they really have been on the attack of immigrants. And Donald Trump has stated this since announcing that he wanted to run for president again. The Donald Trump has um, pretty much, he paints immigrants as criminals. I mean, whenever he speaks of, whenever he speaks, speaks of immigrants, he speaks of them in a way to show that they are criminals, murderers, rapists, killers, you know, things like that. I've noticed every time I hear him speak of an immigrant and then he mentioned something about infestation they're infesting when you think of infestation you think of a an insect i wouldn't want to uh, refer to humans as an infestation that's to me i mean it just further proves how racist the president is whether people want to admit it or not the way he demonizes immigrants it's proof in my opinion um but that's not the only way he's been attacking immigrants um they have until tuesday to reunite these parents and according to the administration they only have access to reunite out of the hundred children that are under five they can only reunite half of those because they don't know where the other half are. They don't know where a lot are. Uh, a lot of parents have been deported without their children, which I don't understand. How could you take a child from their parent and then send the parent back to their home country or wherever it was they sent them and keep their child? To me, that I just feel like that's kidnapping. The United States government is practicing kidnapping. Because, I mean, how could you, it was said that they're putting some, they were telling some of the parents that they were going to put the kid up for adoption. That's illegal. Where do we live? This is America. How is American, how is it American to take a child from a parent who can, if it is a crime, it is not a felony. It is a misdemeanor to cross over the border illegally. It's a misdemeanor crime. It's not a federal crime. It's not a, um, it's not a felony. It's just a misdemeanor. And these parents, these families, they're coming to America to find better, a better life. They're trying to escape the crime and the violence that is going on in their home countries. So like, Everybody else, they want to come to America to live the American dream, which we'll talk about the American dream another time because the American dream is everybody can't live it. Even those who live in this country, even those who are born in this country, there's so much poverty. But that's another story. And another part to the immigration story is you have. Okay, so they have this program. It's called the MAVNI program. This program was established by George W. Bush. Um, I believe it was George W. Bush, but 
the the program was set up so that immigrants could have a faster track to become citizens of the United States. And what they had to do to become citizens, they had to enlist in the army and they had to serve in the United States army, which they, they have been doing since yeah, George W. Bush and Barack Obama, when he came in, the program was still going and he expanded the program and opened it up so that DACA recipients could join this program to become citizens of the United States. Now, I feel like if you're serving in the army, if you're dedicated enough to put your life on the line for this country, then you deserve citizenship. It's as simple as that. But, of course, Donald Trump has been on the attack of immigrants and that has not changed. So he has, they've cut the MAVME program. They've stopped that program. And a few of, it's been said, a, a, a few of the enlisted recruits have been discharged or their paperwork has been canceled and they haven't been given any kind of explanation on why um, a young man has been, has put a lawsuit against the United States government for discharging him without having letting him appeal without giving him an explanation of why they were not going to allow him to be a part of it then you have a a student who is uh, studying for his PhD Panshu Shao he was studying for his PhD and he went to school at uh, Texas A&M University he had always dreamed of becoming a United States citizen. He'd always dreamed of, you know, living the American dream and uh, the whole democracy, everything. He pretty much dreamed about doing that. He said to watch Hollywood movies, read the Bible. He just wanted to be American. And so he went and joined the program so that he could to join the army so that he could become a United States citizen. That was his path to try to come in. But without explanation, he was discharged. So the Trump administration is attacking immigrants left and right. The parents and their children separating them at the border. Now he is discharging immigrants from the United States army. They're, they're discharging, uh, the immigrants from the army. Um, not only that, I mean, it's, uh, it's basically a lot of stuff. I think a lot of Obama era stuff. And then he has a vendetta against immigrants and, uh, he's talking about, you know, Americans should come first. And are, if these people from other countries are coming and they've been doing this for decades, coming to the United States and joining the United States Army to serve the country and different branches of the Marines to serve the country, to protect the country. And Donald Trump is actively blocking them at every path and he's made it harder for them to be able to prosper. But that's the America we live in. 
the administration is committing crimes and I don't understand how we are not seeing a stop being put to this. I hope that in the future there will be something to block future presidents from being able to try to be dictators because that is what this president is doing. In my opinion, in my view, everything I see from him is like either he's trying to reenact his TV series of the celebrity apprentice, which is what he's been doing with the, uh, the Supreme court nominee where he's got like a cliffhanger type thing going on where you have to wait to see who he chooses to be the next Supreme court justice. And then, or see, he has to nominate someone and then Congress has to vote on them to see if they'll be able to be a part of it. Now they said who it was, Zach something. I didn't catch the name. Um, I I'm probably wrong on the Zach, but he's mentioned who it was. I didn't really pay attention to it because it's kind of bothering me because when Barack Obama nominated his nominee, Congress, Republican Party blocked him. But then they pretty much stood in his way, Barack Obama's way, his entire presidency. They opposed just about everything that he wanted to do and implement for this country to make this a better place to live and to keep the economy growing, which he did do. He re-emerged our economy, GMC. Uh, unemployment rate went down but of course our his predecessor um his i don't know what the word is i'm wrong okay anyways yeah this is the world we live in history is actively repeating itself so i would hope see that in the midterm elections we get the right people in and we show the Trump administration that this is America and we live a democracy and this is not a dictatorship Uh, we don't hate our immigrant brothers and sisters they help move this country along just as much as we do I'm pretty sure you you've heard people say, you know, we need to get Americans jobs first. A lot of these jobs that a lot of immigrants do, Americans are not out here trying to do. But that's just my opinion. This has been taken back the narrative. It's a little long. Thank you so much for listening. Questions, comments, please hit me up. I am happy to converse with you. We can agree and we can disagree. As always, take care.